Good morning. You are listening to TV on the radio here on BFF.FM. I am Jessica and I am here with Leah. Good morning, Leah. Good morning. How are you? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> if you are listening to us live, then we would like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you for ignoring your family on happy Christmas Hanukkah. morning. A happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah, uh, we are closing out the the year of 2022. Mm-hmm. See you in hell. Another one in the books. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that was Harry Styles with Daylight. Was that your, your top song of 2022? That was my most listened to okay. song of 2022, according to my Spotify wrapped. Yeah. Which okay. I posted on social media, proved that I really am three 15-year-olds in a trench coat. Um, <laughs> it's just me and the tweens. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could do worse. Um, all right. Well, today we are going to count down our top shows of the year. And I feel like I say this every year, but I... <laughs> had a real hard time like jess i'm down to the wire i mean there (laughs) there may be some changes live on the air there are still five days left yeah i fully you messaged me and said that your you know uh (laughs) your like short list was 26 shows Mm -hmm. and i said i literally can't even think of five shows i've watched this year and then i started thinking about it and my short list is 20 shows all right yeah any one of them could be there. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, and, we- and also, uh, my list of shows that I didn't get to see but want to see is twice that. Yeah, if, yeah. If you, if you want to start there, I did make a list of shows that... Your top I shows that you haven't, haven't watched. <laughs> that I haven't watched. <laughs> Lay it on me. That I want to see. Um, well, if you guys are, are listening and hoping that the final season of Atlanta will be in my top five, <laughs> haven't seen it. Yeah. Don't think I've seen the last two seasons of Atlanta. Only Murders in the Building, on the record, loving the first mm-hmm. season. Loved it. Have I watched the second season? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, Reservation Dogs, that's on... 
every single yeah. end of year best of list. Haven't watched it. Uh, Severance, I have talked about this before. Couldn't stay awake yeah. during that show. Absolutely somnambulistic just put me to sleep um every episode but i know that the people love severance uh my husband being one of the people um our flag means death mm-hmm. i that's been on a lot of end of year sh- uh lists the flight attendant season two yeah it's loved. amazing how many of our top shows of past years <laughs> we did not watch season two of. honorable mention to the flight attendant season one which i adored mm-hmm. thought that flight attendant season two would be like must watch tv for me because not only does it feature kaylee cuoco reprising her role but may martin one of my faves since feel good is in season two um and i haven't watched it yet uh minx irma Mm. vep better things the last season of better things the great which you have been recommending Mm. um this is going to hurt which is on a bunch of uh year-end uh lists um, although it is on AMC Plus, which now that I will be paying for that in <laughs> perpetuity, maybe I'll finally get to it. Um, Heartstopper on Netflix, oh, yeah. I wanted to watch. Pachinko's getting oh, a yeah. lot of adoration, adulation. Industry was supposed mm-hmm. to fill the succession-shaped hole in my heart this year. Haven't started it. Russian <laughs> Doll season two. Loved the first season. Wasn't into the first episode of the second season, so did not pick that back up. Uh, Better Call Saul, the final mm-hmm. season. Didn't mm-hmm. watch that. Dangerous Liaisons, Bill and <laughs> Stars. Haven't watched that. The last movie stars about Paul Newman Jesus and Joanna. <laughs> I started it. I was like, this is very interesting. We'll definitely watch this. Did not go back. My Brilliant Friend, also mm-hmm. on HBO Max. Uh, the Staircase, didn't watch that. And uh, there is a show that is a British uh procedural which is right up my alley um and i did not know about it so that's why i didn't watch it but it's been on five of the seven best of lists that i've watched called sherwood um so i am going to seek that out and watch it all right a lot of shows a lot of shows this year (laughs) and then my list of 20 yeah yeah uh that's a really good list of <laughs> things I haven't watched. I'm, yeah. I'm with you on yeah, 80% of those. Yeah. I, I definitely, yeah. We missed a lot this year. And yet, my like I said, my short list, I think <laughs> when I texted you, my short list was 26 shows. I had forgotten about Euphoria because we didn't talk yeah. about the season two <laughs> yeah, of yeah, Euphoria yeah. this year. So that takes it up to 27. I thought we did. I couldn't, I mean, unless our show got got disappeared. I don't think it we ended ethered. up talking about the second second season, but it was brilliant yeah i mm-hmm. loved it yeah highly recommend yeah uh, all right well should we just hop let's, into our top five and if we have time it. we can do our honorable mentions yeah and if any of you guys would like to tweet at us other shows that we've missed yeah. feel free <laughs> we we would love to get all your content yeah please we are at bff tv on the radio yeah we'd love um, to hear from you. do you want to go first your number five show no you go first because okay. i'm vacillating between two for number five right now <laughs> you really I'm are down, really to, the down to the wire <laughs> i keep looking at the list and saying okay it's gonna no nope, yeah, yeah i don't know I, it's tough to choose go ahead okay my number five show of the year very difficult slot uh i went with los espookies which oh um delightful we tried to talk about it i feel like there's not much that you can do to describe it it mm-hmm. is just you know something that you should watch but we did a lot of heavy stuff this year a lot of true crime that yeah. is super dark <laughs> yep um so watching los espookies which is a mostly spanish language show um it it was so funny. Mm-hmm. It was such a, you know, nice break from all the darkness of this yeah. this year. Um, yeah. And I just, 
I'm not going to say that much about it, except I don't think I've laughed that hard at anything in a mm-hmm. long time. Um, it is just constantly funny. It's fresh. It's, you know, if you had told me like, oh, it's a Spanish language show that has some magical realism, I probably would have been like, no, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> hard pass. Yeah. But no, it's funny as hell. Um, there, yeah, there's a lot going on. Fred Armisen shows up. I don't think I remembered that I when I started watching it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's fair not. Fred Armisen great. will ruin any show on TV. <laughs> it's two short seasons it on is. HBO. Mm. I hope it comes back for a it's third canceled. season. No, it's totally done. Yeah, <laughs> it is totally done. They just you made tell the me announcement. This on Christmas, <laughs> three days ago, they just what? announced that Los Spookies will not be renewed for a new season. Oh my god, yeah. Christmas is ruined. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. R.I.P. R.I.P. To a real spookies. one. Uh-huh. I still. I, I think you every time I look at the moon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it. That's all, all right. I got. Your Solid number pick. five. Okay, my number five, Bad Sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Apple knew that would turn up on your list. <laughs> Apple Plus show, um, helmed by the inimitable Sharon Horgan. Uh, we are on record as being longtime fans mm-hmm. um, of Sharon Horgan, and she did it again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love this show from the first episode the premise is about um five sisters and their um brother-in-law who starts off dead and then the show unravels to uh find out how he got that way and he is (laughs) called the prick and klaus bang who plays him give him all the awards all Mm -hmm. of them um absolutely nailed it like just in an increasingly more obvious way but like um yeah just a a really excellent show very cathartic ending um just sort of like arch and sly with a fabulous wardrobe and beautiful irish settings and uh yeah really scratched an itch for me i've I'm not sure how jazzed I am that it has been renewed oh, has for it? season two. Wild. Um, I feel like if another, if there's another investigation into a murder around the Garvey sisters, somebody's going to jail, like prison at this point. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure where this can go, but I have faith in Sharon Oregon yeah. and I'm excited to see what happens. All right. Uh, I'll definitely pick. watch season two. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm curious to see if we have any overlap in our list. Okay. Because, yeah. uh, as I said, my short list is so long. Yeah. I think my, I predict we have two. two. I agree. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be two. <laughs> okay. My number four um, mm-hmm. is Dahmer, which uh, oh. very, very nearly made my list. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, on my short list. Yeah. All the takes on this show were, you know, Wrong. about, yeah. well, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Like, it's it's a show about a guy who perpetrated some horrible, horrible mm-hmm. crimes. And, you know, it, it got a lot of flack for re-traumatizing the survivors and the families of victims. Um, but the show did, I mean, it did a lot of interesting things. But I think especially interesting was, I mean, ironically, I guess, it showed how uh, the media... The media's um, appetite for stories like this, like, was re-traumatizing people in real time. Mm-hmm. It it really got into how Jeffrey Dahmer became sort of this, like, 
mythical, like almost folkloric monster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were comic books about him and people were fascinated by him and people forgot immediately, like, that he destroyed people's lives. He killed people and destroyed the lives of their family. And you see how, like, how the public's appetite for for true crime, like, mm-hmm. actually hurts real people. And I think, I don't know if there's, like, um, a cognitive gap there or something. Like, I don't know if Ryan Murphy knows that he is highlighting this while actually doing it himself or yeah. whatever. I mean, whatever. We still have this insatiable appetite for true crime, so that's what's going to keep getting churned out. But I thought the show was a real fascinating examination of, like, the public's fascination with mm-hmm. it. And Jeffrey Dahmer is a particularly monstrous figure yeah i just called it Dahmer in my notes but excuse me it's called Dahmer monster monster Dom- Dahmer <laughs> jeffrey the monster jeffrey <laughs> i forgotten because we made fun of it the so monster much. formerly known as jeffrey yeah. Dahmer reincarnated it, as jeffrey exactly. Dahmer monster but it Esquire. has monster in this title and i feel like we we label people as monsters to sort of let ourselves off the hook mm-hmm. like this isn't a person this is yeah, a this monster is and it's yeah. about how like sorry like he is he was a person who yeah. did this and like these are these are people that can walk among us and yeah yeah, I thought it was a really done well done show I did too and I really think as well as that it really did highlight the you know systemic failure of that time where gay men were not a priority Mm -hmm. Um, men of color one could argue still not a priority I mean I don't even think you have to argue that um but yeah just the systemic failure of um the police who just did not give a fuck yeah who had multiple people approach them about assaults that were perpetrated upon them by jeffrey dahmer and they were just like what are you gonna do seems like an okay guy yeah and um yeah just truly could not give a fuck and uh yeah i thought it was very well done i thought evan peters was outstanding Mm -hmm. in that yeah yeah all right uh you your number four my number four uh i think this is going to give you an insight into how hard the rest of the list was for me my number four was yellow jackets okay i Um, I suspected that would be on your list and that was yeah very i considered i loved yellow jackets um i think i think it's really interesting i think it's interesting as a standalone series of tv but i I don't think I've been more invested in seeing where a show is going to go. And I'm really all in for, I love all the themes of girlhood. I love the themes of, um, yeah, youth and uh, trauma and, uh, you know, wilderness. You know, I love the wilderness. (laughs) Big Um, outdoors woman. uh, (laughs) Cults. Uh, I just, I, I really, I just think it did so many interesting things and I think it did them really well. I love seeing all these fucking 80s faves being resurrected. I love Juliette Lewis, her wildly outlandish, stupid performance yeah. in this show. Uh, Melanie Linsky is a goddamn treasure mm-hmm. and I love that she's finally getting recognized. Christina Ricci is outstanding in this um, and I am wildly excited to see where season two and beyond goes this was a show that was originally pitched as five seasons and i fool me once lost (laughs) but (laughs) i do tend to believe that they have a roadmap in place for how they want this to go and um right now it would take a lot for me to get off the yellow jackets 
yeah, crashed I, airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, loved that show. Yeah. And, you know, great to see something that's sort of a fresh story. Totally, it's that's, a wild story. It and is a wild story. And it's coming back in March 2023. And okay. I'm sure we will recap it after that. It was episodic and it was absolutely like must watch TV for me every yeah. week. I watched it as soon as it was released every week and loved it. Yeah, it was great. Um, all the young actors were really Amazing. great too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah good pick. Uh, all right, my number three is Pam and Tommy. Which <gasps> <laughs> I forgot that we watched that this year. <laughs> Another show that Wild. surprised me. I think it could have easily been just sort of a, a rehash of that mm-hmm. wild story that happened mm-hmm. at a wild time in our not-so-distant history. It could have been, you know, sleazy, and it still would have been perfectly entertaining. Mm-hmm. But if you had told me years ago that one day the woman I most would have empathized with in the world would have been Pamela Anderson, <laughs> I would have been... Uh, I wouldn't have believed you, but... Yeah. This show I did pulled up my low rise jeans yes, exactly. to my hip bone, and I would have stormed away in my Steve Madden shoes. <laughs> um, yeah, it just it was such a brilliant portrait. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I, it, we've had plenty of shows that you know sort of revisit history and the way we, as a public and the media, treated women, but um, this was really also about how husbands don't listen to their wives enough. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I thought it was so, yeah, it just, I'm not, I'm not articulating myself because my notes are too far away to see. <laughs> but it, it just, yeah, like this woman was just not treated like a human. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, she's something of an extreme example because she was a, a pinup girl and mm-hmm. whatever but like because Pamela Anderson was who she was publicly everyone thought they just were entitled to everything about mm-hmm. her like down to her core and um yeah just it, it was d- disgusting top to bottom the way that whole episode yeah. was treated and uh yeah and Lily James as Pamela Anderson mm-hmm. was fantastic Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee was amazing outstanding mm-hmm. and um yeah, and it was hilarious. Like Jason Mansukas as Tommy yeah. Lee's penis. Just <laughs> yes. breakout chef's performance. Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> chef's kiss. Just Seth perfect. Rogen was really good. He's mm-hmm. getting a lot of um, <clears throat> recognition for this role. It was it was great and super funny and yeah, yeah just a, a fun a fun ride. But yeah, you know, not not just a fun romp. A, a critical look at what we did to Pamela Anderson. Yeah, a critical look without being preachy no. in any mm-hmm. way. It really let you draw your own conclusions about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I loved it. Totally forgot that I watched that this year. <laughs> seems seems like millennia ago that I yeah. saw Pam and Tommy. Um, are you interested in watching the uh, Pamela Anderson Netflix documentary that is coming out? Uh, the Pamela Anderson, she's famously it, anti. Yeah, she was famously anti. Uh, Pam and Tommy, yeah. and then it came out that uh, she has her own project in the works, guys. I heard so, about that. Uh, it's coming out shortly, either oh, yeah. late December or early January. Um, I think I'm on record. I mean, I will watch it. I'm sure. Um, in general, I I feel like it's the tr- the hot thing to do now for famous people to self produce a documentary about themselves mm-hmm. to sort of like try to you know cement the narrative that they want mm-hmm. or you know or uh, go back in time and um, 
you know, get mad at the way they were treated, yeah. which is fair enough. But yeah. in general, I don't see a ton of value in, in these things. Yeah. It's like anyone if you can make their own personal hagiography of yeah. themselves now. It's kind of, I, I don't find them all that valuable, but I don't know. I watched the Sinead O'Connor uh, one yeah, and it was, it was fine. I It makes sense. But yeah, like, all you can say about it is Sinead O'Connor was right yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, but also... As you said, it is creating your own hagiography. I'm currently watching Harry and Meghan Mm -hmm. and uh, really trying to not get sucked into it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting, the revisionist history. And I do think that it's, it's worth looking at, but it's also, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm n- I'm not able to articulate what I'm trying to say. I I feel like Sinead O'Connor. All you can say about that is like Sinead O'Connor was right, but yeah. Sinead O'Connor also did all the other things that people were mad at her for. You know, like I yeah. I don't know. It truly, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know what you're referring to because presumably it was left out of this documentary. Yeah, <laughs> well, know, you know, like, like tearing up I... the picture of the Pope and well, I mean, all that. Like the things that she says got her canceled right yeah. and um yeah i mean she was taking obviously a huge risk by doing that yeah and she got punished for it yeah not rightfully so in my opinion but yeah you know, of course of course you of should course. have known that was but, a possibility um yeah i just i i'm not able to articulate what i'm trying to say is but uh but well, i'm mean, like when Sinead o'connor s- spoke yeah. up and she was a hundred percent right that the yes. the catholic church is evil and they were abusing children yeah. she was a hundred percent right on that and it was beneficial for her to speak up. But then I also saw the footage of her. She's on the Late Late Show, which was in Ireland. That's like our, like, Johnny Carson. Yeah, like, yeah. Gay Byrne was the presenter at the time. And you see him just being an absolute fucking patronizing dick. Yeah. Treating her like a child. And she sat there and didn't speak up against no. that. Because that's institutionalized. You know, that's, at, like, also just a, as an aside, that man was a fucking just an absolute wanker there is like <laughs> i it's not an apocryphal story he lived in hoth which is a, a seaside town yeah. just outside dublin and he was famously hated by all of his neighbors and one neighbor threw a barbecue one day and he showed up and everyone was shocked that gay burn showed up and he like walked around was nice did whatever and everyone was like wow that's really shocking that he showed up and then he sent them an invoice for his time <laughs> after that <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks later uh yes he charged them for <laughs> the glory of his presence wow so um, he like invented cameo yeah <laughs> so um yeah just that's a total aside has very little to do with Shanae o'connor but like seeing her sitting there and kowtowing to gay burn just because yeah. he's gay burn i was like okay Shanae o'connor like it, yeah rip up it's a one thing to do asshole. all this in america like why don't you fucking punch gay burn in his stupid patronizing face yeah. like but i also understand why like no, yes bitches contain multitudes whatever like it's fine i <laughs> that's what they it's say. fine but i really do as you said you can create your own hagiography where you pick this is i was absolutely right about all this right. and then it's like you well, relitigate what, about, what you want yeah, and not exactly. like you what, i wouldn't you know put it that take? time i like pushed my brother into the pool i wouldn't put that in my hagiography <laughs> and that's why it's not really like a project with a lot of integrity <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> I'm I never pushed my brother. The hard hitting info, <laughs> like when my sister 
had arthritis and couldn't walk and I said I told her just to go back to sleep she asked me to go get our parents and I said no you're fine just go back to bed <laughs> and she said I can't feel my legs and I said you're fine just go back to sleep it's fine <laughs> I did eventually, very begrudgingly, go right. get my parents. Well, when the Leah Vance story comes uh-huh. out, you'll all know that it it's it contains both sides. Yep, that's right. That's uh, right. Okay, what are we on? My number three. Your, that was your number three, right? That was my number three. My, yeah. my number two already. All right. Well, my I haven't given my number. Oh, three I'm yet. sorry. Rude. Don't put that in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, my number three interview with the vampire (gasps) not just i did not just pick five shows that i've seen most recently guys (laughs) but interview with the vampire was one of the most enjoyable viewing experiences i've had this year i fucking loved it could not get enough i we talked about how yellow jackets is something that we haven't seen a million times before interview with the vampire is a story that i was familiar with We have seen it a million times before, but never like this. (laughs) And it was so good and so camp. And Sam Reed, who plays the vampire Lestat, again, give him all the fucking awards. Mm -hmm. Get that man a Peabody. It was (laughs) just really joyful and uh, and just like the interesting way it, it contemporize this story that is you know from time immemorial yeah. <laughs> right and just uh yeah i loved it i loved it all i loved eric bogosian i loved i just yeah it was very very into it i found yeah. it i loved utterly it too. joyful yeah it really swung for the fences it, i loved the idea went all the way it, to 11 <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love the idea of it sort of framed as a retelling, a more honest mm-hmm. retelling of the story yeah. than the originally done yeah. um, between Louis and the journalist. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was so I good. loved all the, like, contemporary lenses that it looked at everything mm-hmm. through, like, consent and domestic violence yeah. and, like, parenting. what is memory. <laughs> yeah, parenting, just all of it. I, I just, I think it absolutely succeeded. I am very sad Anne Rice did not live to see this adaptation <laughs> because I think she would have fucking loved it. Maybe. Maybe she guided Sam Reed to that performance <laughs> from the other side. If any bitch could do it, Anne Rice could. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Incredible performances. Yeah, absolutely um, outstanding. Yeah, Sam Reed, like we said, swung for the fences. Yeah. J- What's his name? Jacob? I forget. Don't know. The guy who played Louis also. Mm-hmm. Also fantastic. Uh, the, the whole thing. Everyone's beautiful to look at. Yeah. Sartorially, like, unimpeachable. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, the, like, snide cattiness of, mm-hmm. like, the, 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 their gay dad cardigan era. I yeah. loved it all. Yeah. I lo- loved it. <laughs> and action all. going from the early 20th century to, like, what, Dubai now? Well, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so great. Yeah, um, yeah, cosine, great, great pick. Okay, my number two, number two, uh, my number two was the rehearsal, <gasps> okay. the Nathan Fielder okay. project that <laughs> sort of defies description. But um, if Los Spookies made me laugh more than anything, this mm-hmm. show made me say, "What the fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More than anything, yeah. Um, the way it takes the concept of like rehearsing for an interpersonal mm-hmm. confrontation or interaction and um, each episode doesn't just like up the ante, but like exponentially mm-hmm. changes the stakes. And uh, yeah, just the the weird characters it finds, um, like 
the the way like <laughs> I can't stop thinking about him trying to get that the first guy to win pub quiz by like secretly like <laughs> feeding, <laughs> feeding him all yes. the answers throughout yeah. the day without him noticing. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Nathan Fielder has uh, some sort of personality thing that makes him capable of withstanding like uncomfortable mm-hmm. situations in a way that I couldn't fathom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like recreating bars from scratch. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, there's something there about. I think like a a modern stasis and like an inability to just do the thing mm-hmm. and like th- I think about how I can't fucking buy like a twelve dollar pair of pajama pants now without reading seventy five reviews on Amazon. I can't go to a restaurant without looking at Yelp first, and it's like I feel like I'm paralyzed mm-hmm. by the modern world. And I think there's something in this show about that, but you you don't have to think about any of that to enjoy it. It is just yeah. so fucking weird and funny. It truly defies categorization, yeah. for sure. It's definitely weird and funny. I had it on my short list. It ultimately did not make All my right. list. Um, and the reason why is because I think that Nathan Fielder is absolutely brilliant. And I think that he didn't go far enough with mm-hmm. this show for me. Okay. I, I, interpersonally like he explores the the complaint around nathan fielder and nathan for you is that people feel like he is laughing at them and i think nathan fielder is the closest thing we have to an ai we might find out he actually is an ai i don't know um but i feel like at the end like the themes that he was exploring personally he doesn't pull back the curtain far enough on those which is fine yeah. i mean nathan fielder's entire thing is not he is a cipher nobody knows anything about nathan right. fielder right like who is the real nathan fielder nobody knows created in a lab i say it again <laughs> but you're right i mean this show did dabble in his relationship that he ends up having with this child actor yeah. who can't who can't understand Dr. That, Fart. Yeah. yeah that, that he's acting he's yeah. too young to understand it he forms this bond with nathan and then that becomes a whole thing. Yeah. And I kind of agree with you. Like, there, it felt a little unresolved in yeah. that regard. But I also think that is 100% intentional. I yeah. think that Nathan Fielder made the show he wanted to make and doesn't feel like there's anything missing. And I, I do. I think it's brilliant and it was worth a watch. And I also think that Nathan Fielder is maybe the scariest Canadian in the world. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I do feel like that. Like, I would have a lot of anxiety if I met him in real life. Truly. I mean, he is maybe on the side of good. I really can't tell. (laughs) Nathan Fielder is chaotic energy personified. Yeah. While being also no energy as well. It's it's a real feat that he Mm -hmm. manages to pull that off. But that's an excellent pick. I'm I'm glad one of us had it on our list because I really loved it. Yeah. Um, Okay. My number two pick is a show that I have thought about so much over the course of the year. Um, The Foreigners. Okay. (laughs) On HBO Max. (laughs) The Foreigners is a time travel, Mm -hmm. like... uh, Time immigrant? Time immigrant. That's what they Time immigrant, yeah. (laughs) It's a time immigrant tale. Um, (laughs) I... Again, in the spirit of like swinging for the fences and just being batshit crazy, this show 
this show has Jack the fucking Ripper in it. This show has <laughs> Vikings. This show has a Norse god who's a YouTube star. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> this show has the most bizarre twist at the end that I am 100% here for. It's got like the first Viking police person. I, I fucking love this show. We have watched... We watched Shining Girls, which is also about, like, time time hopping hopping or time slipping or whatever. And the entire time I was watching that, I was like, I wish this was season three of Beforeners. I wish this was a better show. I wish this was Beforeners. I think that just... I think the show is fucking insane. And I think about it weekly. I think about it all the time. All the time I think about that show. Um... I just think it's so inventive and so it's got noir vibes, Mm -hmm. but it's also, I think the fact that it is Norwegian. Yes, I I think so. (laughs) Yes. The fact that it's Norwegian allows it to have this very cold sensibility that's also sort of like winking um, while it does. I just, I, I just think it hits every beat. I, I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. That was not on my list, but it was one of the shows that was hardest, too. It was so yeah. close. It, yeah. It bounced in and out of my top five. Yeah. I, um, I also loved that show. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I love that it's a police procedural, yeah. too. And <laughs> yeah. it's very funny, but yeah. um, I liked that the police procedural part of it is just sort of, like, deadpan. Uh-huh. Like they don't... Uh, I don't know. I guess it is sort of a send up of the procedural genre mm-hmm. in a way, but it, not in a annoying way. No, <laughs> and also think in, it's better than any other TV show. Yeah, not know? in an ironic way. Yeah. Like this, this show also absolutely like they sold this world so much. Yeah, and there are so many points where you could just be like, "All right, I'm all the way fucking out." Like, yeah. and I just never. I yeah, like I when joked Jack the Ripper. Yeah, <laughs> I joked when we talked about. It the last time I was like they have broken like every rule like like the third season could be in fucking space like right. there's literally like <laughs> who knows yeah. where this is going and I can't wait I wish the Norwegian government would just grant them the money to finish the fucking show <laughs> I, I saw need that more too. foreigners in my life they've applied for the funding yeah, they're waiting the, for the yeah. arts council to grant them the um i am on the verge of writing a letter i, w- I will write a letter <laughs> I, will, I will put I will that write. shit into google translate absolutely. <laughs> absolutely maybe that should be our next trip we're, yeah. we're gonna go <laughs> protest outside the uh finnish arts council or whatever norwegian <laughs> sorry different country yeah it um, also looks beautiful i think we should put this on the book <laughs> it does look absolutely beautiful um yeah i loved it there's drug abuse i mean just oh all my God, the, yeah. the eye drops the like i <laughs> really just love this this show this banana pants fucking show Uh, yeah agree it was a great show if you watch it which you should um i think we would both recommend the subtitles and not the awful dubbing yes yes (laughs) yes subtitles all the way do not know why dubbing has to be so aggressively bad but it is um okay anything else to say about beforeners no just you should seek it out it's on hbo max um i have said before that also like just in in terms of attractiveness uh Mm -hmm. fuck the police indeed (laughs) (laughs) 
either or both <laughs> both of them they're both beautiful yeah tall, a lot of hot. viking energy yeah i love it yeah if you like vikings like, yeah this, this is a show for you absolutely yeah um okay uh so we're at my number one yeah we're at your number one okay well this pick made me feel like maybe next year instead of our top five we should do like our top 15 through 20 or something <laughs> i have so many on my list where absolutely. i feel like all I really have to say is, like, I, I shouldn't have to describe this show to you. You should just watch it. Yeah. You know, like, it might be better to talk about something that needs a little more, like, defending or uh-huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> boosterism. <I'm- laughs> but uh, probably not for the first time, my number one show of the year is Barry. Which, okay. Um, uh, yeah, just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Barry continues to be uh, one of the greatest shows of all time. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the best show you know, uh, second to the Sopranos. And I think like the Sopranos, it does, it does such a good job of like staring into the dark heart of Mm -hmm. the, you know, the flailing American empire. Um, the Sopranos was about the mafia, like a one time, very romanticized thing. Mm -hmm. And now it's like just pathetic and like yeah. full of losers who think they're in the godfather but they're fucking shaking down coffee shops for three hundred dollars or whatever and barry is about um a veteran who we we like to romanticize the american mm-hmm. military and it's about hollywood and the ugly pathetic underbelly of hollywood and um yeah it's i mean we've talked about it every season i don't have a lot more to say about it but it's yeah, it's just so fucking good. And like The Sopranos, so funny. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I, you, <laughs> I just think of NoHo Hank all the time. <laughs> NoHo Hank's a delight. Um, yeah, I, I love it so much. Bill Hader mm-hmm. is doing incredible stuff. Um, I have once again forgotten her name, but the woman who plays Sally, Sally his girlfriend, yeah. is a revelation. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, so brave this season, the, yeah. way, the stuff she's done. Um yeah, it's just it's such a good show about people trying to to find something to define their lives in some way, and uh, we, the audience, see all the ways in which they are just empty and yeah. like trying to trying to to define themselves against something, and there's just nothing there. Yeah, and this season really escalated everything. Um, really, the show has been mm-hmm. a lot about that other great American. Um, you know, iconoclast fakery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and just about, you know, like the story you tell about yourself and nature vers- versus nurture and yeah. who people are at their core and how people uh, show up and mm-hmm. all of that. And this season really, really escalated it. And like the, the, um, yeah, like the the scales are lifted from everybody's eyes. Like yeah. everybody knows what Barry is. Um, everybody uh, comes up against something like a re- there's a reckoning for every character this season. Yeah, every single character. And um, yeah, it's this season terrified me. Yeah, I I loved it and was haunted by it in equal measure. Um, yeah, I think it's it's really outstanding, and Bill Hader is doing insane work yeah i mean he is writing directing show running mm-hmm. producing <laughs> like 
catering on the side. Like he is <laughs> just fucking waxing no <laughs> head. Absolutely nailing it. And uh yeah, his his actual acting performance this season in that last episode was just fucking outstanding where he's grabbing sally's face and yeah. saying like look at me i did this i yeah. did this um it's so much about like every character is trying to escape their past mm-hmm. or like make it so that their past doesn't define them and it's so you feel it so viscerally like yeah. in a moment like that where sally has just killed someone in self-defense but he's trying to it feels almost like he's trying to pull her out of like mm-hmm. falling down the same hole that he has like yeah. having taken a life like does does that define you are you a murderer now like yeah and um yeah it does it does incredible stuff um yeah i, I love it so much yeah that's really outstanding that's yeah. an amazing pick okay all right okay, i'm gonna change my pick to barry no <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> okay uh, this is your number one. My right? number one. Okay. For today. <laughs> in. How Are you I'm still feeling? deciding? Is that why you're just stalling? Yeah. Uh, my number one, The White Lotus. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. I think season two of The White Lotus is the succession of this year for me. <laughs> I... When it ended and I saw the last episode, I told everyone I know, I was like, they did not stick the landing. And I have thought about that last episode literally since it fucking aired, which Mm -hmm. I know is a week or two weeks or whatever. And I think it's perfect. I absolute, Megan, Megan, which is a (laughs) stupid name, Fahy. Her scene with Ethan, where she literally displays the seven stages of, every feeling Mm -hmm. in like a split second um was just outstanding aubrey plaza uh just fucking all of it just really truly excellent storytelling we talked a bit about how what i didn't like about the first season was it sort of like it seemed to be punching down that's how it felt to me it felt like it was just like these rich assholes just getting away with everything and here you see these rich assholes still sort of getting away with everything, but like being their own worst enemies. Yeah. And I liked how the Sicilian population, they're not here for this. Yeah. Like they <laughs> fucking like the, the two escorts, they're the ones who want, like they walked away with the money that they wanted. And, you know, um, yeah, I just, I really fucking, I, I've always said that Mike White is a true visionary. No. <laughs> <laughs> On record as loving the first season. On as record well. as, yeah, just loving Mike White and all of his work. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, I just think in terms of storytelling this season, it just, again, hit every beat. Like, I think we were both utterly wrong about how it was going to end. I was delighted by that. Yeah. I was delighted by the surprise of dumb bitches being dumb (laughs) just uh yeah i just i really really think it was excellent tv okay yeah that was up there for me i loved this season too it was um yeah just the way it gets it just the way everyone's so complicated in relationships that sounds so dumb but it's like it it's so it's so good like you're you picked up on albie being like he's going to grow up to be a fucking piece of shit that mm-hmm. thinks he's the greatest guy yeah. in the world. And it yeah. took me a while to pick up on that. Yeah. Like, I just thought he was sort of a pathetic, like, guy who can't, 
I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's so well done. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. He's going to grow up to be a fucking monster. He already is a monster. He's but, already a monster. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. a, a monster who tells himself that he's like a good Oh, he's guy. dining out on the story of how he, like, helped out this working girl in yeah. Italy. Like, and the the brilliant thing about the show is that it, like, that speech he has with his dad where he's like, just give me the money, it's nothing mm-hmm. to you. That is, like, one of the truest lines said in the show. Like, yeah. it's nothing. It is nothing. Like, none of this is anything to any of these soulless, rich fucking assholes. Like nothing penetrates like i i I don't know i mean just given where we are in the world and seeing like the demise of twitter and seeing elon musk and every fucking dick writer who like is into elon musk it's like yeah none of this matters like elon musk had 44 billion dollars to buy this thing as a fucking like pick me yeah project and (laughs) so you can make people like him work out (laughs) and like now he's just like, well, I'm just taking my toy and I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it just, yeah, this show really fucking just gets to the heart of like, yeah, how like it's, it's not just money. Like everything is nothing to yeah. these people. Like, of course they eat in the fucking hotel every night because there's no experience or joy to be gained from anything. Um, Yeah, I just, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I really loved it. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. So we had zero overlap. Zero. Um, I think this that's is the a, first year that has ever Absolutely a first. Incredible. What were the other shows that, um, okay. so that nearly made your top five? The hardest for me to eliminate from my top five were The Foreigners. Mm-hmm. Um, Candy, which I also oh, okay. loved. Uh, another one that surprised me. It was a Hulu show with Jessica Biel. Yeah. I thought it would, you know be trash but yeah. <laughs> no offense to hulu or jessica beale you should have known when melanie linsky showed up yeah <laughs> but it's a show about a texas woman who um committed a violent murder uh-huh. and i thought it really did a it, it got into like i don't know um again the stories we tell ourselves mm-hmm. like she i get that her defense was that it was just a sort of gut reaction to being cornered and threatened and i came i went from being like mm, people don't just do that to a believing her yeah but b being more interested in how you how you square the rest of your life with yeah. having done that you know and yeah. you sort of see her explain it you know blithely whether she's acting or not to her her friends and you see you know the gears in their brains turning like how do we how how do you go forward with your your gal pal from church who's now <laughs> killed her friend with an axe you yeah. know like yeah, yeah. in you know not just like with two strikes to then run out of the house like 46 Before, times yeah. she hit this woman with an axe and it's like I, f- I feel like it did a good job of getting it this you know truth that the the line between having not killed someone and having <laughs> killed someone can be frightening yeah. thin you yeah. know and yeah, yeah. once you're on the other side of that, like, what do you do with the rest of your life? How do you, what story do you tell yourself? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really well done. It really, really surprised me. Yeah. I also, Yellow Jackets was very hard yeah. for me not to put in my top, <clears throat> top five. Um, we Crashed. Another, yeah, like, We Crashed and The Dropout both yeah. were really hard for me to cut. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought The Dropout did a really outstanding job at retelling a story that I thought I was fully 
I, I did not think there was anything that could be gleaned from a fictionalized portrayal of Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. I, I was like, I've read the book. I've seen the, I've listened to the podcast. I'm fucking, I'm familiar with this bitch. I, <laughs> I know everything I need to know about this story. Yeah. And it was just utterly compelling. Like mm-hmm. seeing Amanda Seyfried just be weird. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Really, yeah. Absolutely compelling. We crashed, blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, when I, I'm sure I said this, but when I saw a promo for that, a story that I yeah. feel like I knew enough about, starring the two most annoying actors in Hollywood, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, yeah. hell no. Yeah. But it was the incredible. Two biggest theater kids in Hollywood, yes. like, teaming up to mm-hmm. be theater kids in the show, and it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. It was so good. Yeah, it was stunning. Um, yeah, uh, I absolutely love that. What else? Was there the... Uh, I also almost... (laughs) This is making it sound like I'm not serious about cutting things down to five, but Interview with the Vampire, Mm -hmm. I loved. I considered that. Um, I also really liked The Bear, which we talked about this year. The Bear was nowhere near my top five. Really? Yeah. It it made my short list, but it was not a question for me. One that was hard for me to cut was Life and Beth, the Amy Schumer show. Okay. Uh, I thought that the sweetness at the heart of that mm-hmm. was really just transparent. It was very funny. Um, the Michael Sarah character was great. Yeah. I also, something that was almost my number one. But didn't like, make it didn't to the make top the list was Station Eleven. Station oh, yeah. Eleven, the last two episodes ended in the beginning of 2021. Yeah. And that's ultimately why I didn't mention it because I considered it from the year before really but it did end in 2021 um I thought Haimesh Patel in that show is I don't know maybe the best acting I saw all year I just thought um it was really beautiful and it also didn't make my list because fuck watching about a pandemic and a pandemic. It's, uh, <laughs> it's real heavy. Like you said, we did a lot of heavy stuff this yeah. year. My husband said that would be his number one show of the year. Yeah, we did a lot of heavy stuff and ultimately I just went for the batshit crazy yeah. energy, the things <laughs> that really brought me joy this year. I talked about last year, Succession was my number one and yours too, I think. Yes. Um, without, I mean, n- literally no question. Like it was, yeah. it was, by far and away, just like the best thing I saw that year. I have raved about it um, plenty, so I'm not going to do that again. But um, I think that, uh, I don't know what my point was going to be about that. (laughs) Succession was our number one. Oh, and I was saying that like, I felt like, you know, the, the theme of that year, like I felt like there was a weight lifted that I had space to kind of like pick a show about shitty people. And I sort Mm -hmm. of feel the same way about the white Lotus this year. I'm just like, yeah, I feel like this year, like to sum it up for me, like I just want things that are big. I want things that like make an impact that make me excited to watch them. And, um, yeah, I'm really into like TV as an escape this year. Although I will say, um, I also loved, I did love to, Pam and Tommy. Totally forgot that was this year. I had Pistol on my short list. I oh, found really? that just like a really enjoyable. Yeah, I like, have it on my ride. I guess I'd say my long list. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> didn't inch toward top five, but like it, that's one it, of the ones that like yeah, critically pretty much panned. Yeah, um, but 
I highly recommend it. It's so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Like acting performances that, again, swing for the fences. It's about punk rock. Yeah. It's fun as fuck. Yeah, just a really... Do yourself a favor. Yeah, totally propulsive show that just, like, sweeps you along Mm -hmm. in this period that was so, like, such a watershed moment. Like, it was such a big change, you know? And, like, it really captured the energy of that really well. And it was just very fun and yeah i a lot of good tv this year yeah i i was like i I made my list and then i revisited my notes for some stuff Mm -hmm. and like i didn't really consider landscapers my top show Uh of the year but i was rereading my notes and that show was fucking good yeah like it was really (laughs) it's a uh another true crime it's very short it was four episodes starring olivia coleman and that actor who's very very famous but i don't remember his name um yeah did you watch he it he was married to yeah we talked about we it talked on about the show. it okay um but it was it was it was reese evans no what's no. his name Mm-mm. he was married to uh no he's older yeah but he's not reese evans he's married to uh i don't know Who he cares? he played <laughs> he's been Remus in everything Lupin and harry potter yeah, he was in harry potter anyway it was something that you know didn't just tell the story. It was yeah. really creative. It was about storytelling. Um, it broke the fourth wall in a way that David I found. David Thewlis. Yes, that his name? yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Thought about yeah. that as I was looking him up. <laughs> um, the Patient. Like, yeah, The Patient. So good. That that was really outstanding. The Patient was also on my list. Um, yeah, the rehearsal was there. Dahmer. Um, Euphoria to, was great. Yeah, Euphoria was amazing. Yeah. Zendaya was just truly, I mean, she put that on her back and carried that show. Yes. She was amazing. <laughs> um, shout out to Dairy Girls, which ended this oh, year. Yeah. Um, and has been consistently like one of the favorite things I've watched over the last few years. Did you um, like the second season? I've This was or the, the third, third season, season and I found it uneven ultimately satisfying except for there's a stupid little coda at the very end that oh, really? really took me out of it yeah um yeah i but yes i thought what do you, what do you think your theme is for this year what what did you find most satisfying about tv um i mean i guess i most appreciated things that were that were weird and swung mm-hmm. for the fences like uh the rehearsal um I, I don't know. I mean, my list is all over the place. I don't think there's a real theme. Do you have one? I, well, you were things that are big. Yeah, I just think things that are big and joyful. Yeah. Um, in that same way, like things that I'm just excited to watch all the time. Yeah. Um, I just started Soulmates, which oh yeah I, is also on AMC Plus. I'm really uh making the most <laughs> of my AMC Plus subscription. Um uh yeah speaking of things that have brought me joy this year brett goldstein's podcast films to Mm -hmm. be buried with is something oh did you bring your list of movies that you haven't seen that you want to see oh i have a giant (laughs) list of movies that i haven't seen that i want to see um uh anyway his his podcast is something that i've really been enjoying and uh he created soulmates on amc with the creator of black mirror and it definitely has that kind of vibe and uh, six episodes, highly recommend it. Yeah, okay. Fleischman's in Trouble, Yeah. excellent. All right, well. Yeah. A lot of good TV, guys. Cheers to 2022. Um, it's been a pleasure, Leah, <laughs> as always. It's been a real joy. Thank you to everyone who has listened to a minute of 
us talking about TV. (laughs) You guys are all delightful and no coal for anyone. (laughs) No. Thank you guys so much for listening this year. Um, Yeah. We'll be back in 2023 watching more television. (laughs) Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year to everyone. We love you guys. Yes, we do love you guys. You guys are the best. Take care. (laughs) I'm <laughs>